All right, John. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's time. It is time to do do a show. A show. A show. I've only read it in books. I I, I had. Hello. Good evening. Yes. Come in. I'm working on some new intros and <laughs> yeah. sound of it. Yeah. And um, the guy that's doing it is like, what What are you guys talking about before you? Why do you guys? I'm confused. You guys don't know you're on the air? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, it's a thing. And wait, he goes, but it's a thing that's confusing, just so you know. I don't wait a minute. Really... Wait, he's, he's he listened asked. to the show, and this is what he's... I asked him to listen away? to the show. Well, right, it's supposed to sound natural. To, to hear everybody. And I said, it's just a running joke we've had, I think, since day one. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. Also in the house, Eddie Pence and Jen Murphy. Please say hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, wait. so wait. What does he mean? We always know we're on the air. We don't... Do we? Yes. It was a joke. The problem is he's from radio. Oh, radio. And in radio, Brian, we don't... do you want to explain to us, to those that may not know... <laughs> They're wow. trained to be professional. Are you getting that right out of the way this fast? Yes. Radio. Crazy. They're Knock, trained, but he's going to have. Out. Some, I'm going to see if I can find a couple of them we can listen to real quick. I think I think the five people that do listen, they do shots every time Brian mentions he's in radio, and <laughs> they're already hammered. Yeah, they like to get they like to get soused. They like to get soused immediately. Um, before we were on the show, Jen told me I have a toupee, which I don't. <laughs> no, she said it looks like looks. you have a toupee. I have spent you John, hung your head just, in just shame. so we had so we're clear about everything because I know people can't see. John, uh, I would say 80 to 90% of the time wears a baseball hat. Eddie, about 80%. I'm close to 80, 90%. Jen, maybe 10%. The point is, baseball hats. I wear hats a lot. I've been a hat guy since I was a kid. So when I finally Compelling. got, my wife sent me somewhere where I could get a good haircut. So I'm trying to show the fact that I still, because well, a lot of people think when you wear baseball hats, you don't have hair. Your hair is, you're losing your hair. What? That's I'm not. I'm just saying. You're just covering your head for the plugs to grow in. I just. <laughs> That's what the but baseball But I was hat excited. Does. So I'm excited about the fact that I don't have to wear a hat. I've got hair. I Bro, thought I styled it pretty yes. well. And what's the first words that come out of her mouth when she sees me? <laughs> Look, you look like you have a toupee. You're which not means Jen's that's... type. That's the only thing. No, <laughs> I'm wearing a hat from here on out because it, no, she, your hair is no, great. You're saying it out loud, so I'm thinking to myself, how <laughs> many other people are not saying it out loud? No, maybe what you're just saying, being honest, Brian. Brian, hear me no, out. No, it's just hear a little out. poofy today. Out. Maybe she's saying, "Wow, you look like you have so much more hair that it's almost as if you have a toupee." However. Wow, look at how much more hair you really have. No, your it's hair looks great. Think that was maybe what she was yeah. trying to... Listen, I'm, I'm a little on edge. I haven't Tonight, had car- I haven't I'm had- talking Brian off the, off the windowsill. <laughs> I haven't had carbs for four days. Bag. You haven't it's had carbs? I haven't had carbs for four days, so I'm a little, I'm a little you, on edge. You are looking uh, a little slim. What's happening? Yeah, you what? look a little pale. Okay, all right. Anything else? <laughs> okay, well, no, I mean, I thought you looked like you lost I, weight. I felt good about myself before the show. I thought, I lo- you know... <laughs> this, is a very, this is a very mature look for you, though. I'll say that, like the sweater and, I'm the, trying and, the, and to the brown jeans brand, and, the, brand and the new, new shoes. shoes. I'm trying to be responsible as a human being. I felt like I had spent the last Are you year living on broccoli or what? No, I, I eat. I just no more carbs. I haven't been drinking a lot Cheese? of beer. Right? Beer will definitely... Dude, I have not had a beer in a while. It's been a while. Beer makes you puffy, right? What about First, vodka? not everybody. Oh, I've had lots and lots and lots of vodka. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do I look sick? Because you know I'm a hypochondriac. So if you're saying that. No, I'm kidding with no, you. Because I will Ryan. spend the rest of the day obsessing and probably ordering some blood test kits. You know? <laughs> Good idea. You should do that anyway. Just ask because. everyone I see. Never see a doctor, but ask hey, all the women around do I you. Look like, sick am I okay? I'll oh, just go on WebMD. That makes you No, like never. Does this look like a toupee? Does this look like a toupee? <laughs> do I look sick to you? Does this look like real hair? <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. I'm just here to pick up my child. Can you stop blocking the entrance. <clears throat> 
You look great. Uh, no, now you're just lying. You're um, saying it because you don't want me to cry during the show. Well, we're not, and this isn't pick on Brian Day. Well, it felt like it. No, just, but just part of it. There was a little scenario. We had a little bit of a Laurel and Hardy where uh, Jen and I walked in to the <laughs> basement, and Jen closed the screen door that had been open. Brian thought the screen door was still open, started to walk, and he bumped into the screen door. Now he caught himself. He just kind of just kind of tapped into it, and he realized what he'd done. So it wasn't a super like. Oliver Hardy plummeting through a you know whatever, but it just reminded me of uh, of a story that that I thought would be funny. Um, oh, go for it. I was a production assistant on the Jamie Kennedy experiment. You have a stroke right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. it just started really excited. Like I have a story. Oh, well, I started to feel like maybe I shouldn't be telling my my own story for some reason, and then I I got self conscious well, about it's it. Pick on Brian Day, so it doesn't really. Well, yeah. So that's what I wanted to move it off Brian, story. but but that stemmed that that reminded me of a stupid thing I did that was much worse. But I was trying to be cool around like producers and stuff who were. When you're on the road, sometimes people are like, yeah, no, you can come and hang out in the hotel room. We'll, we'll all be up there. And it's like, as a production assistant, you should just keep your mouth shut. But I never did that. I was always like, yeah, I'll drink all those beers. And I always like, would try to hang out and be like, I'm, I'm just as old as they are, but like not, I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, point is, one day I was trying to be cool, and uh, I had like a cigarette. I was like, I'll step out on your balcony and smoke this cigarette. And we were in this the line producer's hotel room, and I thought the screen door was open and I literally in front of like a half circle of all my bosses stepped like through it and folded <laughs> the metal was so shitty that it just ripped off the it ripped off the track and like folded in half like almost immediately and hit me and smashed like cartoon smashed the cigarette in my face where I still had it in my mouth but it was like the end was split and like broken and then I like kind of walked out onto the patio and I turned around and everyone's like just looking at me like Mm-hmm. Okay. Should have okay. just kept walking like okay. <laughs> But to, I would have had to walk right off the. <laughs> that would have been great if I could have just gone and flipped over the patio like five stories up and just been like, I'm out. See ya. That was too embarrassing. Yeah, I'll never come back from that. That would have that story would have lived forever. Yeah, they'd be like, guys. "Oh, the PA that killed himself <laughs> because he walked through the screen say, door." Depends on what story you want to be not telling <laughs> right now on the show. <laughs> that was Panama City Beach on the Jamie Kennedy experiment, and that was the first. Like now, now at the age I am, I realize some of my bosses were my age now, and I was always like, "Come on, let's go party!" And I was like, "What? No, I'm going to bed." And I was like. Pfft. Pussy. And now I'm like, dude, who would go party? You work a six hour day. I want to take a nap. Can't imagine working a 16 hour day. No? Anyone? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was checking my pulse. Making oh. sure I'm healthy. Oh, I thought because the story was so boring. <laughs> no. But okay, so what I want to just bring this up right away. Yeah. Um, right before the show, I saw that video of uh, um, John Caparulo. Oh. John, that's how you say his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh, the Comedy Magic Club. Yeah, in Hermosa oh, Beach. Oh, that's where it happened? That's what I was okay, like. If you so, told me it okay. happened in like a back room, like... Yeah, so um, a, a couple things. One, I was surprised how much... He was dropping the f bomb at the Comedy Magic Club. First off, because that's like I mean, I'm assuming it was probably they probably rated that show and called it an adult show. There's no way they didn't because it's just. Yeah. I mean, that's relatively. Uh, I don't care. People swear in comedy. I just I just know down there that typically you don't get that. But that that's why I was so that's why I was surprised where it happened. Oh, I didn't see the video because of the the nature of that club. That just doesn't strike me as that kind of club and that kind of t- clientele, which it probably is. I mean, it isn't really. 
But yeah, it was. I I saw that it was TMZ, uh, and I thought it was weird uh, that TMZ had posted something on him. But then, so he made some comment. Does anybody remember what the comment? He was talking I, about the Washington Monument, and he goes, "It just looks like people say it looks like a giant dick." You want to play it? You can. You if, guess, you, if you'd rather play it, yeah. Uh, I, let me see if I can find it. What she do? Throw a glass at him? She did. Yeah. yeah, I can pull it up. You got. Well, I got to plug it into something. I did it hit him or did he dodge it? I can play in the mic. I could have already explained the entire scenario. Go ahead. Keep no. Saying, go ahead. Keep talking about it. I guess the the point is like what. what <laughs> he just I don't, made a joke. He goes. He goes. That monument. I don't think that looks like a dick. He goes. I think we're reserving the dick for when we do a monument about Trump or whatever. And then he just started laughing and like people clapped and whatever. And then one lady was like, "Fuck you!" And he goes, "Fuck you!" And then she said, uh, "It's a fucking pencil." Yeah. I, I mean, that's it. It's just a big fucking cement pencil. Some people think it looks like a dick, but I think they're saving that design for Trump's monument. Uh, I, uh... <laughs> no, fuck you, stupid, all right? And then he called her stupid. Well, fucking mom? I don't know what she said. What are you, his mom? <laughs> oh, God. I, am I the first one to dislike Trump? Oh, my God. I must have invented disliking Donald Trump. Hey, on your way out, remember... You can suck my balls anytime you want, all right? Fucking break up my show, lady. You know what? You come up here and do this shit, and, and, and yeah, oh, yeah, I will go fuck There it was. And then she threw a drink at him. A glass drink, glass which actually drink. hit him, yeah. Yeah. The Why cr- did he throw the mic down? What was he doing? He did. Well, he dropped. He 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 got hit, and then he dropped the oh, mic out of the stand. I thought he, he was going for his water bottle. No, to throw he was her. going for the. He picks he up the stool. the stool. He picks up the stool. I think for. A th- Split second, he was going to throw it. And he's like, okay, I can't. Yeah, I, that would have hit about 15 yeah, people. Yeah. I think also that was more like a fucking UYI yeah, auto. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I don't think it was like, I'm going to chuck this fucking huge stool into a crowd. Like, I, I think for a, when he first went, he was like, okay, okay. Yeah, because he did jump quick. I think there was a moment there. Well, you don't know what you, I mean, listen, we've all been on stage, not in a situation necessarily like that, but I mean, when that happened, you don't know what's about to happen next. I mean, it's so so there are a lot, probably a lot of things going on through his head. He he never would have thrown the stool. No. He did have the in. support. The rest of the crowd hated that girl. One person yells out, she's been a bitch since the beginning. Yeah. I don't know, and I think that might have been a wait staff. But or here's something. here's like, here's something though, in dissecting the the, the the concept of the joke of what he was talking about, who's the guy that made a penis joke? To start this whole fucking thing off, Trump himself, correct? In a debate, he made yeah. a joke, the hand reference and the penis and all that stuff. So who's the one that that made this something that was even worth talking about? So if you're a Trump supporter, you you have to look back and go, no, no, he started this whole thing. You know what I mean? With his own comments. So it's like it's not that far off. Dude. So if you what I'm just saying, like in the theory, like as as a someone who's in the audience and the levels of things you can take offense to. Yeah, it was a pretty innocent joke. And it was, uh, yeah, that's and it was funny. Yeah, I mean, it worked. It, it, you, I don't care who you support. It, you go to a comedy club, people are going to make fun of the president of the United States. Yeah, I don't that's care true too. who yeah. it is. Yeah. Would she have thrown a glass at him if it was Obama? No, she would have laughed at if it was a joke about Obama. Like, my point is, what kind of thin-skinned fucking weirdo <laughs> goes to a comedy club and gets mad when they make fun of the president of the United? Who? Uh, no one's up there going, we should kill him. No one's threatening him. He's making a wiener he said joke. He's a dickhead. He's making a wiener joke a and, call, wiener. And, and comparing Trump to a penis. Dude, give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. If, if you, that's if, the extent of your, if that's your threshold, 
for like, that's where I draw the line, then, dude, you should never, and I mean never, even be allowed to look at comedy. Yeah, but we were, I was down in Orange County a couple months ago, and somebody started trying to talk about Trump, and you could, half that room was like, don't, no. It's, it's just, just frightening like, that you can't make fun of the person in power. That's the whole point of comedy is to, and is to punch up. Correct. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. supposed to punch up. Yeah, not punch down. Yeah, You exactly. don't punch down, you punch up, and he's in power, you make fun of him. Yeah. Well, I think people are just sick of him. It's the reason they don't want to hear it. I don't think that's why she threw that glass, though. No, no, that's no, not, not why her, she but maybe glass, in but Orange I, County. I agree with what you're saying. I they, think there, been, a lot of audiences are like, they're we They're trying have, to escape. They're, they're, and then there's a lot to be said for that. Like, I understand if you're a comedian and that's your thing and you talk politics, but you should people should know that going in. Yeah. They're there to see you. They're there to see that specific thing. But, like, I got to see Brian Regan uh, a couple Sundays ago in Thousand Oaks, and oh, I was... Man. Nicole had never seen him live. I'd only seen him live one time, but... Um, Dan Cummins was featuring for him. Nice. So he got us these tickets, and I was like, on the way there, I'm thinking, he's Brian Regan. He's not going to talk about politics. He's just not. He's not. I wonder how he's going to avoid it. The first thing he said when he came out, he goes, hey, so has anything happened since the last time I was here? <laughs> and he's like, I guess we have a new president. And he goes, I've never been more scared to bring up a topic in my life. <laughs> and then he just talks about going to barbecue. He says, hey, come on, we're having a barbecue. He was like, um, are we really going to have a barbecue or are you just going to yell at me for an hour? <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about politics at your barbecue. I just like ribs. But he did. He talked about a lot of, talked about some congressional things and some Senate things. And But it was never like a, a hateful, like, again, like most people aren't on stage going fucking murder this dude. People are ranting and raving and they're getting upset, but they're also making fun they're of They're making the whole fun situation. of the stuff you should make fun of. You know, yeah. I, I will say, going back to Jen's initial comment, I think there is an element of like fatigue. Of like all the politics, it's almost kind of like someone breaking well, up with their girlfriend or their boyfriend, like right? December, or getting a divorce, yeah. and that's all they've. Every time you seem like, oh fuck, they're going to talk about their relationship that, that yeah. went south, and like at some point, you you're like, you move need, on. You need to move on you with your get life. New you gotta, you, or you know, yeah, you got to find a new person to be go or, out or, with, or or yeah. find an in on that that is so original that it's going to be mind blowing. Do you know what I mean? In, like, a, in a general conversation. No, no, not. I'm talking about oh, if you're as 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 comedians. Oh no, I was just talking about life in general. Oh, like, oh. people are just in general. I think are fatigued. Oh yes, that's what I'm saying. So when they go to comedy clubs, they don't want to hear it unless well, the, Trump is unless, yeah, unless that is your thing and you're a really good political comedian. Right, right. But so many people most are of just us like aren't. yeah, most of us aren't, and so many people are mad. So I just kind of <laughs> like I mean, you know, I make a couple of references to it, but also I. If people get upset, I go, ah, fuck you, because that's bare. That's the only thing I, I say. Like two things. It's like I'm here for twenty minutes or an hour. It's like two things. You can't handle that. Like you should not be in a comedy club. That is true as well. But one of your jokes is wrecked forever. You get to say Christmas again, John. Yeah, that joke. But that, I stopped telling that joke a while a ago joke. because no one yeah. ever was told to stop saying Merry Christmas. <clears throat> no, that is hilarious because then they show the clip of. The clip of then Obama saying Merry Christmas a thousand times is <laughs> like after the Fox News, like, well, the war on Christmas is over. It's over. The war on, finally, Donald Trump, the war on Christmas. It's like, it's like this cut of like how many times everyone on that side said, well, now finally the war on Christmas is over. And then they just, we can say Merry Christmas again. We can say Merry Christmas. And then the end of the clip is two minutes of Obama at podiums, at speeches. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Like over and over and over. It's fucking hilarious. Like, there was a war on Christmas. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, he was Muslim and he was just tricking us. He didn't. Care well, about he that, he's I didn't also, even know about that. You didn't well, know no, that Obama's you, you the to leader Scott of Bale? ISIS and he's infiltrating <laughs> the U.S. 
And oh, Trump no. says Obama's he's in charge of all these protests. He's, he's organizing yeah. all the protests. Oh, yeah, I heard that. All, Obama's like kite surfing with fucking <laughs> Richard Branson. He's like, he's organizing protests. Yes. He's like, Obama is high as shit right now. He doesn't care. He's, he's the, so fucking he over it. He does oh. not give a fuck. He also fuck. said he's behind all the leaks and stuff. Yeah, yeah all right. Obama doesn't have to. Yeah, dude is done. Dude is yeah, like, dude, he you might get be what you deserve. Good on, bye. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, riddance. Here, he literally you. pulled the pin and walked away. Yeah. 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 Ruin the pin. <laughs> you want to ruin like, what I did? Fuck you guys. Yeah. I gave you eight years. You gave me shit. By the way, I'm having a hard time doing this show looking at John's new shoes. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to ask if you want to take a picture and possibly post them on online. Are those spring training it's shoes? These are right. Okay, so. <laughs> His eyes hurt. I it's t- glowing I with happiness. To, I sent a picture to Brady Matthews. He goes, okay, those are aggressive, but uh, <laughs> I get it. Well, the other night you had the purple ones on. Well, those are my Pumas. Yeah. You okay. had purple Pumas. So on. went to Home Depot looking for some stuff because I'm a handy guy. They have shoes at Home Depot? Jen? Oh, sorry. Let me finish the story. They have blue spray paint at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Found these white vans. Spray painted them blue. <laughs> No, and then as we were walking out, I was like, I need to find new shoes. I need to get new shoes. And uh, you ever seen one of those WSSs? I've yeah. never. Okay, I didn't know what that was. And and Nicole goes, Oh, we should go there. And it was over on like Western and Sunset, kind of where I used to live. And I go, I don't know about a shoe store in this area. I don't really want to. Well, you know, just like a bomb went off, and there'll be Racist. like one shoe here and Uh-oh. one shoe there. And and I was like, Ah, so we went in and boom, found. Like, no pun intended, based on your previous comment. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like a bomb went up, yeah. Uh, like three pairs, two pairs of shoes that I really liked right away. And then as I was trying on this, that second pair, I look up and I see these. Oh. I go, oh, oh these, are, uh, these are on sale. What are these? And, I, they, and they looked like, we both looked at them and I was like, I kind of, they're like blue with a red line around them mm-hmm. and the white sole. So it's like, they're perfect Cubs colors. And mm-hmm. they match almost identical to the Cubs colors. So I was like, well, at least I'll wear them at spring training. Mm-hmm. When know. they see you coming, they'll be like, this motherfucker's into us too much. We I gotta think you get need going. to get some pants that are the same color as that. As the blue? Yeah. I think I, those would go great my, with my, white my, pants. My wedding suit was actually close to this color. Yeah, it was a blue suit. It was a little bit darker. Really? It was a little bit darker than that. Oh, no, I yeah. think white uh, pinstripe dress pants with those shoes white pants with pinstripes like, yeah like, for, for oh, spring like, training like blue yeah. yeah yes like boot cut or like yeah. tapered I think you want to wear baseball capri. pants more of a capri would you say Jenna capri why don't I just Did wear a full on uniform wedding? why don't I just wear a full on uniform you have Eddie was there when I tried to get into a Bakersfield Blaze game <laughs> with a Bakersfield uniform on. Remember, remember, I sent you the picture. What are you the cu- trying the to pants? get in the game? Who would? Yes. Who, why did you not get allowed into the game? <laughs> uh oh. To play? Because <laughs> no, I thought you meant they wouldn't even let you into oh, no, the no, stadium. No, no. We sat. We bu- I bought a game worn jersey and a new hat as soon as we got there, and then I put them both on, and then we sat like right on the on right behind home plate, like mm-hmm. right on the wall, and there and like I just I was like leaning forward, and Eddie's like. You know they're not gonna like let you play, or anything, right? <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not going in. You're not There's going like, in. I'm like, dude, we, I go, we don't know like, that, zero. dude. If everyone out there gets it's injured, true. they look into the stands. Who's the most ready to play? Right. The guy with the jersey on, right? <laughs> He's ready to go. That's right. Imagine one hard slide takes out five guys. <laughs> it's just a ten dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god everybody's injured you fat dude with it, the hot dog it, and the beer in his hand does anybody have a game worn jersey on <laughs> like really long hair like this ga- this jersey's been in a game I've played softball recently <laughs> I- I've only had five beers uh, are you a big fan of the Bakersfield Blaze uh, I was I thought the I, I the love- logo was hilarious the mi- first of all minor league baseball is awesome I'll say that any baseball is awesome but minor league baseball is, is especially amazing it was the Bakersfield Blaze and the the uh, the graphic designer somebody 
Design. Somebody pulled the wool over everybody's it looked, eyes. It was two bees back to back, so it almost looked like a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. And behind it was like fire shooting out on like all a, sides. Like a blaze. Got it. But it looked like Ex- a pot leaf. It was a pot leaf <laughs> with a butterfly on it. They kind of know that. They have to have known that. They, like, I, I have the I hat. I think so. I have the hat. I should wear I'll wear it next time. I like the hat, but it's just too, it's almost too psychedelic. Yeah. I'm like, almost like, hey, bros. Yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be? It, uh, but it's a baseball hat. You could use that design for your marijuana stick store you're going to open up. That, thank you. Thank you. What? Thank you. I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I want we tell tell the full marijuana tell, sticks tell the full thing how you talk to your son and and said this. And, Are you gonna sell marijuana and sticks <laughs> or marijuana sticks? Oh no no! See, she knows what they are. No, I don't know what they are. Oh, oh. yeah, because they're not a thing. Just. Brian, right. Brian is... So my kids are in the YouTube phase and they want me to... They're like, hey, it's a shared experience. We want you to watch what we think Brian is funny Brian is open enough to do that with his kids to say, hey, if you have something you think is funny, let me see it. We'll laugh at it together. He's not trying to like... Oh. Wait, my dad would be like, turn this crap off. No one wants to see it. It's garbage. All right, so oldest kid 11, youngest kid 8. I let the youngest kid involved in the <laughs> video watching. So he goes to some YouTube star, whatever, the guy starts talking, and he goes, how to do a rap song? And I was like, all right, this is already borderline dangerous, depending on what he's going to say. And then he's like, you know, this is how you sing and do stuff for 2 chains." And then, of course, he started doing like a bunch of booty dancing. And I was like, all right, can you just show like another one? Because my whole thing is like, I'm not against that stuff. I just think it's disrespectful to women. And I don't want my kids growing up and, and seeing women in a certain way. I'm trying to give them some sort of point of reference. So we move on. I go, move on Mommy, to another one. clap your booty. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Shut up now. Um, <laughs> clap your booty. It's so disturbing. Clap. Yeah. clap. Clap That's what that booty. is. Clap your booty. There's a fly in here. Give it, give it time. Clap, give it I'll clap my booty well, on it. Well, Jen was Mr. right. That's Mr. why you Miyagi. can't leave the, 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 uh, the sliding glass I door I tried open. to do the right thing. So then he takes me to another video, and the guy's like, he's walking down the street, and he walks past a guy with a knit cap on who has a bunch of marijuana sticks in his in his joints, hat. joints, joints, marijuana cigarettes. So, if you're gonna be, oh, that's if what you're calling sticks. If you're gonna well, be weird I, about it, you'll call them marijuana so cigarettes. So I just, I had my official dad moment because I was like, that's enough, turn that off. And then I, he got upset. I was like, do you understand why I had you turn that off? And he said, no. And I said, well, you know, you know about drugs. Yeah, I go, your brother can't see this guy having with all these marijuana sticks in his hat. And he's like looking at me. And then I realized that there's no such thing as marijuana sticks. Marijuana <laughs> sticks. And I sounded like. That's not like, even an outdated no, term. That's, that's not like him going, what... you can't go buy a lid. And I don't want you taking lewds. He's not even using outdated <laughs> yeah. terminology. Well, he's <laughs> saying things that don't. Marijuana sticks. Oh, you made sticks. it up? Well, I, was, I, I think marijuana, that's a great that's name. The, that's the, what's what leaves marijuana at least grow on. Right? I think marijuana, marijuana sticks is a great name. <laughs> you can but it was smoke a dad the thing, stick. right? It was a total out of touch. Dude, but not even my dad. Would it, my, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was like way out of touch. was like out of touch would say marijuana cigarettes. Yeah, out of touch would be like, look, I, I, marijuana sticks is just. I just didn't know what to say because I, I don't know if he doesn't know what joints are. Well, he knows what marijuana is. Yeah, but yeah. I was he knows what cigarettes are. So that would have been marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> are you nervous now that it's that would have been a good. Marijuana, no. marijuana sticks. No, I They're think not, it's better. It's legal. They're not letting eleven-year-olds into pharmacies. <laughs> it's not like he's. And give that time. And because, by the uh, way, our, our wonderful government's going to try to uh, fuck that. Yeah, up but again. like I never got into pot. But if I now that it's legal, I'll go buy a cookie. If you're more I'll apt to do something. Okay, his first kids of all, might be more apt to do it if it's I, legal. I, uh, I think most kids are apt to do it anyway. I think yeah, the thing I, is, is that. 
It, this this will this might kids even drink, cut down kids on the drink amount before they're twenty one and it's illegal. That so was the funniest that? thing. Sean Spicer was like, or who was the guy that was like, oh the, the oh the gateway. Like, we're gonna have it's we're gonna have a marijuana store on every corner if we're not careful. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that would be terrible. Instead of the uh, non harmful liquor that is sold everywhere. That wasn't like, even the connection of them wanting to shut it down. They said it's the gateway to opioid addiction. I'm like, no. Uh, the pharmaceutical company yeah, is pushing the stuff on doctors who push the that, stuff on people who get addicted to it. Way to opioid addiction. Your doctor is the pusher the, there. They, this, but that, that's a dad, that's a grandpa talking, you know, the fear of reefer madness, right? Yes, that's a grandpa yeah. totally talking, going, I'll tell you what, people everything's should, a gateway. Everybody drug. should watch that movie, Reefer Madness, and then take a hard look at themselves in the mirror. Because <laughs> that's some <laughs> funny, my, funny my, shit. This <laughs> is funny. My wife... She has MS, and uh, you guys know trans. Yeah, that's and, not funny. And, uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor died from it. It's that's the um, show. We only have much time for the show, you guys. Um, I didn't realize what time no, but, it was. So <laughs> she does this medication. She has to do an injection three times a week. This far, it's, it's a nasty medication where you basically inject it under your skin, and with multiple sclerosis, your immune system attacks whatever medicine you're putting in your skin. So your your immune system doesn't ta- attack itself. Oh, okay. That's, that's the what point. MS is. Okay. That's the point of the the drug. I'm, you, I mean, MS is your immune system attacking itself. Oh, okay. Um, so the point of the drug is to distract your immune system. But it's this really painful medication you inject under your skin three times a week. And she, it gives you a lot of pain. So uh, she had a friend give her... Uh, uh, it's a it's liquid derived from the marijuana plant. It's, it has no THC in it. It's the, CBD? Uh, CBD. It's a CBD liquid. And you, put, you take a couple drops from your tongue, and it's supposed to alleviate a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid to do it. Because she's never done marijuana, I'm like, doesn't matter. That's, I'm like, there's no THC in take it. it. There's no take hallucinogenic it, property. Take it, take I've been begging take her to it. take it. I'm like, it's better take for you it. than whatever you're injecting into your skin right now. Take yeah, but it. see, that's the so right. That's it's that's the, the it's narrative the, that the people have been told. They're for, they have been it's been drilled in her head. To but be she drinks of wine it. every night. Exactly. Again, <laughs> what's the no, narrative there? Exactly. Though? Does that exactly. help the pain? <laughs> no, but like, but look, I don't. Legitimate question. I don't, I don't, I don't smoke or question. drink. I don't do any drugs. But if I did something, it would be marijuana before anything else. Yeah. Because alcohol is terrible for you. Yeah. Marijuana. There's no. There's nothing bad about marijuana. Yeah. So I just don't. Well, I don't understand the mentality. You eat three times the amount of brownies you already eat, so you might yeah, weigh true. a little more. That'd be heavy. Alcohol's yeah. terrible Thought for I'd be you? happier. <laughs> Jen's like, wait a minute. What? Like Don't what? push like us. With the, with the legal marijuana, just, how just... old do you have to be in order to buy? Yeah, I'm sure you're going to have to be 21, 21 at first. It's well, no, they like already alcohol. have the stores here. So who, who can, uh, who can oh, go to the 20, stores Oh, it's 21 and up. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's just the mentality. It's like there's no even hallucinogenic effects in the... Yeah, the CBD is what like... CBD. Like that's what I encourage Nicole to smoke if you know she just dropped a tabletop on her foot and it keeps swelling down. And it keeps like, and, and it, that's the stuff you can get at those stores. You yeah, can you, get all that. You can get CBD at any at any pharmacy now in Los Angeles, and, and any it, any marijuana pharmacy. Yeah, and if you just take that that liquid, there is no t- there is a little bit of THC in the CBD that I get because you know because John, you know why why else would you why, get it? Because why not? Because I, that's like I mean, how much non alcoholic beer am I going to drink before I'm like, well, that's quite enough of that. Like, <laughs> you know, so whatever, but. But yeah, you can. It's, it's just the mentality of being afraid of that. Yeah, that's too bad but, because but he, she should see a. Doesn't her doctor tell her that that's good? Because her doctor would tell her. No, because they, they they don't really. They don't, that's their thing. Oh, then she should go see stuff, the yeah. doctor that I get my prescription from. Yeah, but <laughs> Doctor John, she's she an old dude in the back room. <laughs> she goes to a neurologist, and they're just going to push. 
injectable pharmaceuticals into her. That's all they can't. That they can't. They can't even prescribe or mention alternative medicines because they can't do that. But the, isn't the only reason why? And again, I don't want to get too far off on this topic because I know we want to talk about the Oscars. But is and, and John, you seem to be very knowledgeable in this marijuana stick stuff. So yes, well, we'll stick to you. <laughs> I've read some books. No, but but isn't the whole point though? Going back to what you're saying about calling it alternative medicine is because. Um, the government has stood in the way of them doing what their quote unquote their legitimate FDA all the drug research, and that's the only difference between your average opioid is how the government deals with it, the Drug and Food Administration deals with it, and the fact that no one allows them to do legitimate um, uh, government run testing on it. Correct? Yeah. And that's that's the only difference. That's the only reason why you would call it alternative medicine. It's not that it doesn't work, or you're not sure if it works, like a drinking a root or something yeah. like that. Correct? Is that is I that be- what I happened? believe so? Yeah. I mean, but it's like LSD. They used to do they used to do legitimate testing on that in medical facilities, and then that became outlawed, and now that's but still used in some places as not a prescription, but, you know, as a, you can use LSD and mushrooms for help psychosis to help, you know, there's a lot of mental uh, adjustments you can make with stuff like that. So that, again, would be considered way alternative. I guess it's just but follow the money, right? That's, anything that's, that's the not, downside. Anything, and exactly. Anything a company isn't making is like alternative medicine. Yeah, and you can grow marijuana in your backyard. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So they can't they can't make it. And you money could get strains it. of C B D to grow too. Yeah. You could probably have a little fucking grow patch out on your balcony. Yeah, there. And, yeah, and to be clear, it yeah. is it is not like, I'll buy I, the lights, bro. I'll split the electric <laughs> bill with you. And, and to be clear, to swing the pendulum completely, it doesn't solve all of life's illnesses and problems no. like some people no, say. No, I mean, no, if no. that was the case, trust me, people who are dying and they were billionaires, but they would like, they would have with, they do. With MS you get severe pain in your hands and joint pain mm-hmm. and all sort. I mean, and it just would alleviate that instead of taking, like, the doctor put her on some other medication to alleviate. You're putting more medi- more pharmaceuticals yeah. just to cover up more the side effects of other pharmaceuticals. But there are some doctors who do tell them, "Hey, if you can get some marijuana." I had a there was a woman down. But it's below always us, a nudge, like, nudge, wink, wink thing. It's never. Yeah. Like, it should be like, "Here's a that. pamphlet. This is yeah. why it's safe. Yeah. Get they on don't this. Do that. Stop taking these injections. Like, don't tell anybody. I told you this, but you might want to go look into this. Yeah. That's what they tell you. But you know what? I mean. You could talk to a guy who, like, like I said, the guys that I get my scripts from, they're like, the problem is they've they've delegitimized those yeah. people. And they're, they're like, like they're on the back of a car, like, they're quacks. hey, it's the four twenty doctor. And yeah, he's like, exactly. It's like Tommy Chong endorsed. You're like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, but, because <laughs> this you have guy those, went to medical school, but because you have those people on that side that like turn it into like it's four twenty that smoke up, and it's like people are like I can't take you serious. Yeah. So they're, it's like a, they're, they're self-defeating when they do crap like that. Yeah, I mean, It's self-defeating, but at the same time, it's, it's okay, I'll go to this guy. He's it all started doctor. with Spicoli. He just gave it a bad name. He did. He wrecked everything, didn't he? Yeah. Dude, but why, how did he wreck it? Bad he, role models. He was always a super nice guy, right? <laughs> he, all, he ordered pizza. Everybody got to eat it. Except him. Except him, but that was on, that was on him, Mr. Hand. He should have <laughs> ordered more for the whole class. By the way, if you want to stop drinking... Go go and buy your um, alcohol at like three o'clock in the afternoon at a liquor store. Why would that happen? And stand in line with all the alcoholics in front of you and watch how long it takes to get for them to check out. You will you will leave that day, and that'll be the last thing that you buy of alcohol for a while because you just it's pretty. It's worse than a Starbucks line. First off, like are you serious? I don't oh. go to liquor stores. You don't usually drink at I, home. That's, that's the thing. If you don't, and th- that's where primarily a lot of those people, because they, they literally just walk right outside the door and start drinking. And I'm not making fun of them. Uh. I'm saying it's so fucking sad. So I did a spot 
a couple weeks ago at the Foxfire Room, and I didn't even know. First off, way to drop some, ra- some you know, you know, pl- plug yourself <laughs> in the middle of a sad story. Foxfire Room, Chris Neff runs the show. Eddie um, Pence, live at Foxfire. Look for that DVD coming out the, soon. The, I didn't know this before, but the, 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 t- the open and closed times, the bar was 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m., that's It opens at 6 a.m. Yeah. So that's a good open time. There were some bars in National Wisconsin that opened at 6 a.m. I worked at a liquor store. That's insane. And well, that's for third shifters. And occasionally I would have to open the store at 8 o'clock in the morning if my boss was not around So because I lived in the apartment behind the store. So I'd come to the store, and I'd have the keys, and there'd be like three or four dudes, grizzled, grizzled, yellow eyes, bright yellow eyes, mm. like jaundiced Dying of alcoholism. But marijuana's bad. Could not, <laughs> hey, hurry up, would yell at me as I was trying to get the key in the door. I'm like, it's 7.55, assholes. <laughs> I was like, calm down. And I would get in there and like, their families would come by to Larry, the, the owner, and be like, hey, could you not sell to my dad? And Larry would be like, look. Oh, that is so sad. If you have to ask me that, he's going to go somewhere else. What, do you want to know he's getting it or do you want to not know where he's getting it from? Because I can tell you when he's do getting I want to make money from him selling That's it, the whole thing, it, too. I was just not... like, well, this is all disgusting. But at the same time, I got I ate a lot of combos. I ate so many combos oh, at I that love job. Combos. <laughs> and I got so much free booze that one time I tried to pay for the liquor I was buying after my shift, and he had just gotten back. And I go, oh, let me pay for this wine. He goes, nah. And I go, I'd feel better if I could pay for this wine. And he goes, John, I'm just glad that there's anything left in this store when I come back. Uh, I was like, well, this guy knows exactly what's going on. Because my friends would come in. I'd be like, yeah, here's a bottle of Jägermeister and take this bottle of wine for me. Here's a bottle of this. Take this six pack for me. Here's, you know what I mean? I would just do that. I'm never opening up a business now if that's how kids run it. Just oh, don't yeah. Don't, don't let stone, stone college kids run your liquor store. It'd be my <laughs> advice. But I thought I did a pretty good job. He was right next to a gun store. Well, we've covered MS and alcoholism. What's yeah, next? so let's go to the yes. Oscars. Sorry. Oh, so what speaking you want to of talk problems. about the Oscars. Yes. What did you want to oh, talk no, about? Oh, no, I put it down as a topic. I don't know if it's old news now. I mean, that doesn't matter. The whole yeah. flub that happened at the end. Oh, the, the oh, twist? Oh, we funny. didn't see it. We recorded it, and guess and our and our DVR stopped at, oh. at Emma uh, Stone. Stone. That's what mine did, too. Because it went an hour over. We had they to look it up on do, YouTube. Though. I they thought it was like do. a half hour. I put an hour on, but I don't even know it if we It was like four and a half hours long. I, more than anything, just felt bad. Warren Beatty looked so confused. And in the end, it turns out he was legitimately confused because it was wrong. Yeah. But at first, you're like, oh, Uh-oh. no, Uh-oh. old man We dragged a guy out on man. stage, we and now we're going to throw rocks at him. Oh, Uh-oh. No. Jimmy Kimmel was, was really good. I yeah, thought. well, he handled it well, too. I thought he should have played Matt But I mean, Matt for the Damon. whole show, I thought he was but really in, good. People, like, people are liking Kimmel hosting the Oscars. It's great. In that moment, though, wouldn't you kind of just go, knowing what's on the line, just... I got the wrong envelope. Here, it says the Emma Stone. That's here's if, a but, if you, but, and but, but it also it, said La La Land, which is but the he movie. turned it to Faye Dunaway, who didn't read that. Was just like she just saw La La, La, La Land. Land. Okay, couple things, <laughs> and again, these are just my personal opinions. But here's a couple things. One. The Oscars takes itself way too fucking seriously, way too seriously, and so eventually you're going to eat your own, and that's exactly what happened on there because people are so eat like, your own what? Go here, poo. go straight down that line, your fucking poo. hit that mark. Don't veer off the thing. Do this. It's very fucking serious. Everybody in the audience is very fucking serious. Don't joke. I mean, like it's all like that's how you but end dude. up eating your own. That's how things topple. But you know on, what the, I mean? on the red envelope, it says best actor. Now here's the second thing. It didn't even say best picture. Here's the second thing, and some of you guys may or may not know this if you've worked with enough actors and I've had enough. Doc- Dialogue with them. A lot of actors are not. No, in production. Radio plays. In in production. (laughs) My radio play days. (laughs) Yes, my radio plays. Me and Orson Welles. 
Uh, <laughs> special effects guys in Radio Place make those footsteps. That was amazing. part of the Campbell Soup Playhouse 1932 <laughs> version of Christmas Carol. Right, back um, here, how come everybody always walks in wooden clogs? <laughs> it makes sense. Um, no, but a lot of actors they are not. They don't improv, man. They don't. They don't understand live stage performance. They're actors. They they stick to the script. We we've learned a completely different skill set that many of them never had, and they're not comfortable outside of that. And I think a lot. It was like a perfect storm of all the shit that could go wrong went wrong in a very structured environment, and it just fucking blew up. He Literally also had up. to make a decision in like twenty seconds. Like, do I say? Do anything? I stop this award show and check, or just read this? Like, well, I he mean, didn't. He didn't. I really. don't He's blame like, him. There you yeah, go. He passed the buck. He yeah, I don't like, blame Here. him at all. No, I don't either. I th- I just pictured after, after as soon as it happened, I pictured like the guy with the envelopes backstage, like okay, only one more word left, and then somebody just bumping into him, all the envelopes spilling, and then Warren Beatty going, "Hey, kid, I gotta go out there." Like, oh, uh, 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 just take this one. And uh, why do I feel like there. he just started the opening of some romantic they comedy said, ten years from now? <laughs> they said it wasn't even like some kid like you would think. It was, was one of the higher ups. And was Pricewaterhouse Johnson and not paying Wacker. attention, correct? And they told him, "Don't tweet and don't take pictures with the stars." And, and that's, that's exactly, exactly what he was doing. And, and he I was like, "Believe his job is gone." I'm tweeting. Dude, twenty. They bro. have they have two <laughs> they have two envelopes. They have one on each side of the stage, and that's why it got confusing. Because uh, well, no, they just came from. Well, Emma Stone had her envelope that she yeah, won with, she, yeah. But they also had the other one because they have it on both sides. So of there's the, stage. the exit and the entrance, right? There's, there's an, two different sides. Because well, right? they're just not sure where they're going to they come have, from. They have two, yeah, because they don't know which side they're coming oh, from. So okay. on both sides of the stage, they have envelopes. Yeah. So okay. the one that Emma Stone won for was gone, but then they still had the other one on the other side. And I guess he just went like, here, just take this one and go. Just of, take this one and go. Because so, <laughs> this is Burger they, King, cause dude. Because when, <laughs> when they interviewed, it's a hamburger, not a cheeseburger. Just take, take it, it. Get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> when they interviewed Emma Stone afterwards, she was like, "Well, I have my envelope right here. I don't know what they're talking about. They must that that story's not true, but it is true because there was two envelopes." Well, Emma Stone, she helps produce the Academy Awards, so, so let's yes. all listen to her. But the funny thing about all the, the 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 thing is, when you watch all the chaos take place, it's interesting going back to my original theory of who the people are that knew how to take care of it like everyone the audience froze most people on stage froze and there was two different personality types that knew how to run it one was the producer He's like, all right, yeah, you know what? It turns out this isn't ours. This so is wrong. Like, this he's isn't a joke. Like, Come up here and get I'm your I'm used award. to dealing with this kind of shit all the time, yeah. so here we go. Yeah, I don't care, crap. Yeah, he handled it really well. Because that's what they but do. But what are they that's supposed to do? Go, no, we're going to keep it. You can't have it back. <laughs> all right. Well, he didn't. He was just like, this is, no, you can tell he has that skill of like, you, you go, deal with go, the shit. Go. He could also, have been completely dumbfounded, and instead he uh, like, he handled it, it really over. well. No. They should have ran around and played uh, the Benny Hill theme song while he <laughs> yeah. was being chased. And, and Kimmel just kind of wandered. Oh, the cast of Moonlight should have chased around the cast of La La Land, <laughs> and then they would have chased him back like through different doors and stuff, like Scooby Doo, trying to get the Oscar. somebody tweeted like, "Thank God it wasn't Moonlight that was wrong." And then would have yes. taken it away from all those. That would have been. <laughs> oh, it's Real for the white bad. people. Sorry. Real bad. Plus, I'm sorry, La La Land. I didn't see any. Was episode, not pumped. Did not pump for that movie. But then I watched Moonlight after it won, and I don't get it. Oh, really? I haven't seen them. Not. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to take heat for it, but is this a movie about a hand job? Okay. Okay. Oh, it's sexual. It's about. A, it's a movie about a hand job. Well, now I'll okay, watch it. I didn't see it. All right. Well, it's a long movie okay. about a hand job. Okay. By the way, can I say the night after the Oscars? Wait, it's a masturbation video. Okay. Essentially, okay. The night oh, after the Oscars, I went on video on demand because I'm like, well, maybe I'll watch one now. You have to buy it, like and? on demand. So it's like Moonlight, uh, The Arrival, all the, and Ooh, then the Punching Henry, like right in the middle. So Sweet. that's the one you watch. I was like, it's in, it's in the whole row. Of... That's the one you should watch. Well, yeah, of course. I, I, I thought weird. that was they pretty cool because it was all. They announced Punching Henry at the Oscars, which I thought was interesting. 
Uh, yeah, that was weird. But I, I, I do know what they did announce uh, was a bunch of strangers off of a bus, which at first I thought was a gag. Like like a, like like straight up like that was bad. Like, I didn't but, like that. No, but, but here's the thing. So I thought that was a setup. Like I thought there was like there's no way it was real people. But it, it or, was real people. Oh yeah. Did you read what happened? Yeah, Gary, who just got out of jail <laughs> for <laughs> sexual assault or something. He's a sexual predator <laughs> that was going around hugging, kissing all the people <laughs> in the front row, uh, taking selfies and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought it sounded like a good idea, like to surprise these people. But then they walked in and they didn't look that shocked. They were and like, they wouldn't oh, put their phones down. We're at it, the it Oscar. Was, you thought they'd be t- like, whoa. Welcome to t- the Oscars trying to attract themselves yeah. to young kids it and was, fucking the YouTube generation. It was stupid. And that's what you get. You Did get, they even you get, look you get surprised? Pie. No. It was really there was bizarre. Couple, there was a couple people who were excited, you could tell. But like most people's reaction like, this is a fucking But wouldn't you freak out if you're on a tour bus and you're all of a sudden you're s- in the Oscars? That, the whole thing is like, you're wearing sweatpants and you're wearing like, that was me, I would have immediately put my hood up, my hands in my pocket. The last guy tried to get. So, did you see I the, was last the last guy? I would have been that last guy. He looked so uncomfortable. He was just like, one, maybe I'm supposed to be at work right now yeah, or hoping, something. My wife doesn't know I'm in LA. Yeah. <laughs> it's just everything about it. He was like, he stayed way back. Tried, and it's almost like he knew where the cameras were. He avoided as much as possible. And when they were leaving, like there were people that you could tell he didn't know. And Kimmel's like, you need to go. And he's like, yeah, we need to go. Like he, even he was helping. Yeah. Like, let's they the stayed f- too long was the problem. That whole thing was bad. They I shouldn't have just, stayed that long. Like but it, like that's it. that classic, like, we need to get this YouTube generation started. Well, how about how about the new rules are, let's let's not go on stage and thank 47 people. Um, because everybody's going to start, it will tune out at some point. Say something, make that part of it more interesting. Be careful about the movies you choose. If you're going to choose movies and you're, you're going to ignore certain categories of the demographic you're trying to draw... You know, I mean, then no one's going to go see it. Yeah, I mean, put in a comedy category or something. And also, every once in a while, comedies are actually very well made movies. And the fact that they refuse that and casting directors, the fact that they refuse to acknowledge those people. And if anybody's ever worked in film, to acknowledge casting directors still to this day is like the, I don't get that. They they're they're some of the most crucial crucial people. Without, in the, yeah, in, in, oh, the, in, in the in they the, gave them the like a blurb. They gave them a blurb at this one, but they no, don't but they give should be winning a, awards. They I mean, should these be people. winning awards exactly. Did you I know agree. they also put a lady in the in memoriam that wasn't dead? Yeah, she was like, "I'm alive, I'm fine." Billy Eichner <laughs> predicted that somehow. <laughs> I felt bad. I actually remember that I knew somebody that in that that they showed that one of the first people that they put up. Oh, I used they to dead? work with. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. she died. She died of cancer. She was a scripty. Yeah, that was kind of sad though, especially with Bill Paxton. I didn't see Jen Aniston's thing, but uh, she but, cheered up. But that was uh, that was just a bummer. Anyway, I like Bill Paxton. I know. Oh, Here's man. the he other was, thing that sad. that she came out. She was crying, but she was showing too much breast too. It's like it's like it's like Facebook profile pics. At some point, all these I, first you're of all, trying you, to be uh, Jennifer Aniston does not show too much breasts. Okay, okay? you know what I'm saying. What is that? Comment? My, my point is that it was a lot. Do you agree there was a lot of breast? I thought she could have worn something slightly classier, only because she's like 50. Not even that. But don't you think all the women were showing a lot of cleavage? I'm a fan. Is she prego? But uh, I don't know. No. I think so. Who? Who? Anison? I didn't see. Oh, her. you mean it like they're sneaking out because they have no choice? No. Oh no no no. Uh. No no. She just wore one of those like super low, right? That goes down the middle. I don't know. I don't remember. I think as society, we got We have to. We have to decide. Uh, we have to. We have to come to an agreement as a society about boobs. Either they're good. This sounds like Hitler. No no no. Either they're. Good. <laughs> No, make a stand. Yeah. No, either they're good or they're not. Take a it's side like, job. I, either, well, of either, course they're good. When they came for the yeah, tiny boobs, then, I said then, nothing. <laughs> when they came for my boobs, I there was no one left to fight for my boobs. I'm just saying. 
Do you have tiny boobs or big boobs? Because I thought she looked beautiful. I, pecs, I agree, but a couple of peckers. Up you here. know boom, that there's boom, a certain boom. element of society is like too much boob. I can't take you seriously. That's what I'm saying. It's like we have to determine what the boob is. What, and like, you want to be on a committee? What do you mean? Yeah. We? What are you talking about? Yeah, I think Trump should put together a committee. I would actually work for Trump if it was the boob committee. Oh yeah, I bet you would. Do yeah. research. Yeah. Okay. What about how shitty Casey Affleck was? Didn't he look like shit? Well, he didn't even thank Ben. Hello. Okay. Well, first okay. off, I love I love Jen. Does anybody like, have everyone should have thanked Ben Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> you got to walk up to the first. Bro- I want to thank God and Ben Affleck. Are you, it's his brother. Not in that order. Are you Would not- he be an actor if he'd not been put in Goodwill Hunting by Ben, his Do, brother? Well, the no, but also is, the bigger question is: Isn't he a piece of human garbage? And, he looked like garbage, and and all these uh, and his speech he, was terrible. Those were set, they, he settled out of court on those all things, those were right? all those yeah. were settled out so of court, he which makes you look guilty, guilty yeah. in my opinion. His it's, speech was so bad. I didn't even hear it. And Denzel always looks fucked up. Is he always fucked up? I think Denzel was probably like, "Fuck." His this eyes piece are of always shit. just like glossy. I always feel sideways. like he's he's uh, he has a look on his face like anybody that looks at him is like, "I'm one moment away from saying something wrong to him, and he's going to go off." But I love I, he scares. He's me. such a great actor. I, yeah. I, I, he's a great actor. I, I love like everything he's ever said. Yeah, like yeah. everything he says about acting, everything he says in interviews, you're just like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, dude, you're awesome." Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit either. It's great. What would he think about the breasts? I wonder. He was probably like <laughs> he probably he probably say something like, "Class it up." There's a reason he sat in the front row. Oh, I think he wants to oh. see those breasts. Oh. He asked to be sitting. Yeah. Well, you get a lot of hinders when you sit in the front row too, right? A lot of hinders, hinders. right? Because everybody's Some marijuana sticks and hinders. <laughs> Where's Brian? Brian's smoking his marijuana sticks and looking at Oscar hinders. <laughs> oh you mean like behinds? You mean chicks' butts? butts? What are you talking about? You think uh, Denzel's sitting there going, "Oh, hinders. the amount of hinders I'm going to pull in at the Oscars"? I'm a hinder man. <laughs> <laughs> Hinder man. You want a beer, Denzel? Yeah. Hinderkin. <laughs> what? Hinderkin. <laughs> we have to make that special for Denzel. Just a Heineken with like Heinderkin. A, a lemon in it. I don't know. <laughs> I got in my car this Love morning, it. by the way, speaking of just things that I do to embarrass myself, similar to the things I've done today. Um, <laughs> by just, I, by I, just sitting there and letting Jen make fun of you. When I take the kids to school, I let them pick the music. I have satellites, so there's a thing where it pops up your favorite songs, but I don't check the channels it goes to. I don't what care. What's wrong with you? doesn't matter. I'm just trying to be a good dad. So the point is... <laughs> Whatever the last song was that my son wanted to listen to, that was the channel was on when I turned the car off. I got back in, and a lot of times I'm just like in a different headspace, and I'm not listening to the music. Checking out. I roll down the window. <laughs> yeah, looking at all the yeah, hinders, hinders going by yeah. on the street. Got to get to business. Roller skating hinders, bicycling hinders. <laughs> Lighting up a marijuana stick. <laughs> got my marijuana stick cranked. <laughs> cranked. Uh, Turn up my marijuana stick. What's the music? <laughs> I so I was I was sitting on my phone looking at some stuff and then I realized I as whittling. my window as my window was down and everybody was walking past that the whole time Whitney Houston's I get so emotional baby was playing <laughs> and they couldn't see your kids and they weren't with me anymore <laughs> just me by myself in my car oh. and then finally I, I finally call I'm like well, I don't I don't even like Whitney Houston what it's, sorry come on dude. <laughs> Whitney Houston was sweet. Greatest love of all. Dude, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I want to feel the with somebody. Oh, with somebody who right. loves Look, great, great voice, not a great hinder. No, what? I, Whitney Houston. Not a J-Lo hinder. She had, no, but Whitney Houston had a fine hinder. <laughs> she had a fine hinder. So. Fine hinder. You don't think she had a fine hinder? Back the in the day when she was like, before I will, even during the bodyguard. And I... I she always looked it, a little manly. What? What? Say what, girl? <laughs> I 
guess we can ask Bobby Brown. Have Let's you heard the conspiracy have... theory that Michelle's a man? Obama. Oh, okay. First off, that's not a theory. That's Alex Jones, who is a batshit crazy guy, or is pretending to be just to get make Ratings. lots of money. Well, for Well, Barack called her Michael by accident, so then now they're convinced that's her real name. Uh huh. Oh my God. Uh huh. Okay. Well, now, wait. I never so, heard so, that. so hold on. So we move on, or but we, if we have to focus uh, on this for a long time. No, no. Let's move on. But, move on. But so I'm clear. Barack Obama grabbed Michael. A.K.A. Michelle threw her into Tower Seven and took it down, and then they yeah. pulled yes. her out of there, and then they became president. Yeah, they, they and, and first lady. And also, uh, healthcare is hard. Who would have thought that healthcare is hard? <laughs> so complex. Hard. Who knew? Who would have thought this? Uh, hey, dude. Everybody. That's like saying, "What's what my, my buddy goes? What popcornopolis should I get?" And I said, "Chocolate and peanut butter." And he goes, "What?" Ugh. And I go, "Get it." Takes two bites. He goes, "Wow, chocolate and peanut butter are pretty good together." Who knew? Oh. Who would have thought? I'm like. Every candy company ever. What, we, what are you talking about? Universal City Walk? Where's Popcornopolis? It used to be a Dodger Stadium. It's oh, not there anymore. Gotcha. Uh-oh. Baseball season. Yeah, buddy. Dodgers Cubs this Saturday. You're, are you going to Arizona? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, uh, oh, you're gonna be with Harlan, right? Yeah, featuring for Harlan so at Stand Up awesome. Live. And you get to, oh, you get you're watching a day game. And then we're going to uh, yeah. We're you going and Harlan? Uh, no, he is, is he go, gonna go on the I jumbotron? Go, I go if you want, I'll get you. I'll get you a ticket. And he goes, I'm more of a playoff baseball. I'm, I'm more of a playoff sports guy. He doesn't really follow anything until the playoffs. Huh. And, I, and that was what uh, who was it? Carl, <laughs> me and Eddie. Eddie had a, did a actually a very cool backyard show in Venice, and uh, uh, Carl Di Gregorio was oh, there. I love him. Yeah, he's so funny, but. But we started talking about baseball, and he goes, "Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't watch any baseball until the playoffs start." And I go, "Dude, I just watched a whole Cubs game today. Goes, That's the difference between me and you." I go, "That's one of them." Yeah, doesn't start till September. Well, you should see Brody Stevens down there, most likely. <laughs> yes, I believe I probably will. But uh, I got some friends going down. One of them is being surprised for an anniversary, which is kind of cool. And uh, I think Santino is doing House of Comedy, so he's going to oh, be down there. That's awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get to see my cousin. Uh, my mother-in-law is going to be down there. My mom's going to be there. Eddie, should we go? Yeah, we should go. Come on down, dude. Budweiser rooftop. We don't have anywhere to perform, though. (laughs) Stop by Santino Show. I like to drive places, even you know, just to support. Support comedy. (laughs) Like driving six hours to support. (laughs) You guys want to head on down to Phoenix? Support. We won't run out of gas this time. Hey, Jen, you had sent an email, by the way, not to change the subject, but I'm going to. The you emailed uh, uh, some. Thing called dying laughing. Who's Suli McCullough? Why do I know that name? Oh, I oh, saw he, it last night. Suli. Oh, you got he to is? see it? Yeah, it was playing in a theater for a week, a little independent theater in Hollywood. Play what? Just the first episode? What do you mean? Oh, it's no, a it's, a, it's, a, it's a documentary, but now oh. they're making a TV series too, I guess. Oh, I thought, what I heard. I don't know. There's, I, oh, there's I'm the dying TV up here. Different. I'm dying up here. Is, oh, okay. that's, oh okay. no, 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 not that. That's the Showtime movie or show. Well, I did work as an extra on that show. Oh, really? Foreground or background? Pretty. She's like underground. <laughs> and the extra I was with was giving me notes oh. on how to properly stand. We had to shake, you know, because I wasn't doing it correctly. Moron. Uh, or did you look at the screen? Did you <laughs> Idiot. The, did, did you look at the camera the whole time and stare at the yeah. actors? Jen's like, hi. <laughs> okay. You okay. trying to shake hands with the cameraman? We'll get back to the, 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 the Suli McCullough thing in just a second. I want to tell us about your experience. So what, what was the issue? Why were you being coached? Well, what did you, uh, first off, what did you have to do? We and were, then I want to know why they We were 1970s you. business people. Okay. Awesome. I was scene. not even like in the scene. I'm literally background walking. They made me take off all my uh, nail inside, polish outside, and put inside, on a outside. different color because this is not the color that would have been worn in that's, the 1970s. That's, de- that's detail. That's detail, weren't it? That's good. Baby deets. 
Are you inside or outside? Continuity. Outside. You're outside, so you're like a street corner. Like or a like business a, office. A business office, okay. Like the main character and her agent come out of the office okay. and they walk across the street. Okay. And as they walk, I then have to cross as a business person just walking foreground back from background? lunch. Are you in, for, in front of them crossing or background crossing? You think I don't know what foreground and background <laughs> You looked at me like you know, now. You obviously can't shake hands, right? So background. Just, background. All right. So you have to cross at a certain time. So okay. I have to, with my partner, mm-hmm. we have to, at the appropriate time, shake hands as if we just finished a meeting and say, thank you, goodbye. Oh, so you're walking with I'm them. business. And we're done for the I'm day. I'm Betty Executive. Which way is business? Okay. And then we shake hands and I move on. Okay. So then Now, I, is the handshake even on camera? Is it even in focus? Because it could be background no. blur. Should have done a high five. And then so I got pussies. a note from, first I got a note from the guy in charge of the extras that that handshake just didn't look natural. What did you do? Would you, uh, well, I probably just reg- went like a <laughs> <laughs> stiff handshake. Hello, it was a good business meeting. She Thank cr- you. She karate chopped him. But did you handshake like the football players do after touchdowns? <laughs> business the, the, the robot. Very, very, uh, <laughs> business robot. Up and down. Up and down. Three to four times I will go up and down. <laughs> you have successfully programmed me to handshake. <laughs> Is it okay that my whole body moves with my hand? <laughs> yeah, like you're those- rocking back <laughs> Um, what are you doing? Like those German clocks. Do you ever just get obsessed with watching extras in a show? Yes, uh, sometimes. Just if, to see them like looking at the camera or pretending to talk. Like, when, yes. when it, whenever it's a, whenever it's supposed to be a school dance or something, yeah. I, I'm always like, especially like, like watching people like dance and pretend to have 16 fun. Sixteen Candles was on cable this week, and I was watching the dancers in the back. You want to watch a terrible the end of Teen Wolf? It looks like they're in this gymnasium full of people. Wait, the, Michael at, J. Fax or Orny Adams? What? Michael J. Fox or Orny the, Adams? The Michael J. Fox Orny movie. Adams. Yeah, he's on the TV show. He's on the TV show, Teen oh. Wolf. Guys, I know a lot about Orny Adams. Yeah, we know. He, he texts text you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get it. Busted! <laughs> Name dropping! <laughs> Wait, what happens at the end? I haven't seen that well, since high school. The, well, there's the prom scene. It's not the very end, but there's the prom scene when, when Michael J. Fox goes to prom as, and he, as he goes oh, to the wolf. Oh, and he turns wolf. into a wolf. And there's all these people there, and they're all dancing. The camera, like... Goes wide like there's a crane shot or whatever, and it's back, and you can see that there's literally maybe twenty people in the entire gymnasium, and they're all like crowded together in this little <laughs> circle, and that's where the camera had started. You're like, oh, a lot of people, and then you're like, oh shit, nobody. But it's just really funny how they make certain amount of extras look like a lot of people. Now they just do it all digitally, right? They just they, they just can, repeat, repeat, yeah. repeat, yeah. repeat. Yeah, I think I think mostly what you see that in crowd like yeah. football Sports, stadiums yeah. and shit like that. We so, hired a thousand, and now we just replicate them over and over again yeah. so getting back to you you received multiple notes on your handshake so your handshake clearly was bad you have to agree to that then if more than one person felt any or did you tell your counterpart that you received notes and then she was like well let me tell no, you no he was thing. standing right next to me and he uh, heard the notes being given and were he... they hand delivered notes or were they here's a verbal here's a piece of what was the actual <laughs> note make I it love look you, more Jen. natural oh. call me and if you don't you can't be in the movie this is why I'm bad at auditioning. I mean, I can't even, you know, do a handshake. Imagine trying to talk. Did you go around the corner, smoke a marijuana <laughs> Doesn't stick, work come back? Well. And yeah, you did you loosen up by smoking a marijuana stick and come back yes. with like a rubber arm? <laughs> now yeah. what's she doing? Is she dancing? What the hell kind of handshake <laughs> is that? hyped up on the marijuana I started smoking the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So marijuana sticks is spelled S-T-Y-X. Okay, so they said more natural. And what was the tip from your back? Now, this background artist, which is probably what they are, they do it a lot, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what he told need. me. He goes, you know, I have a lot of experience at Ooh. this. Ooh. That works well at the bars. <laughs> Continue. So then he said, why don't you just follow my lead? 
Okay, and so he initiated the handshake. Wow. Okay. I, oh, the I man. Was being the man. More, the man takes. Care I was of taking the dominant role, which I should not have done. Yeah, is that a, that You're was a his woman, note? Jen, you want to shake? A oh, man's because hand, it's you the seventies. Is that what he was saying? So yeah. he was actually giving you guys a backstory. Yeah, he researched his character more than me. You were just like, I'm Jen Murphy. In the seventies, the woman. I'm seventies businessman. Please call me that off camera as well. I like to stay in character. He's like trying to smoke cigarettes inside. Everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, it's he's, the 70s. He's a method extra. He just he's stays in character. I grew this the mustache out. My shoot. wife hates it. She left me, actually, but I'm method. <laughs> okay, I never had a wife. Okay, but if I did. So the wife, I act like I have a wife. My character has a wife. That's right. <laughs> and my fake wife is displeased with my mustache. Method extra. I'll make sure and let you know leave. when my episode airs. Yeah, it's, well, I'm bummed. It's not airing until June. I'm so excited for that. I was really hoping Santino would be there, but he wasn't. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it, too. It looks, I mean, the trailer looked great. Everyone looks so good in it. I was also hoping Jim Carrey would be there, but what are the chances of that? He's like, here, I'm here to do some background work, too. <laughs> yes. Can we do yes. a hand? I'll do, Jen, this is how you shake a hand. <laughs> would you have ran after him like your other crushes later? Yeah. Earlier? No, Just no, I've matured. I've no. matured. Now I just follow, I, I sneak into their trailer when they're not there and I hide under no. the bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've matured into a crazy stalker. <laughs> no, guys, I'm mature now. What would you do? Guys, and when you have to say that, that's how you know stare. you're mature. Guys, I'm mature now. Oh, okay. Let's say Jim Carrey walks up next to you and you're on set. No, I wouldn't what do anything. I would just do stare. you do? Just stare. Like, and he says, hello, Jen Murphy. You're my favorite comedian. And then what would you do? Well. <laughs> hello, Jen Murphy. Please kiss me. You're I my favorite comedian. I would probably just get really red and sweaty. And- all right. Let's, let, let's, Murphy, are those bologna slices under your armpits? What's happening? <laughs> let's, all right. So let's, let's role play here. I'm, I'm, I'm Jim Carrey. Uh, you're, I don't you're like yourself. where this is going. No, no. <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, to my Jim Carrey no, pants fell it, off. Okay. I'm, Cass- uh, I'm Casey Affleck. And oh, you're, uh, oh, yeah. You do what I say. <laughs> so you just finished with an amazing 1970s handshake, uh, a submissive handshake that was just very like, natural. Just like what Art was like, yeah. all like jived out. Yeah. You go over to the Amazing. craft service table. Yeah. Um, before There's you get, Paul Malls be, before you jar. get before you 70s. get yelled at by Put the second. Put some things a, in my purse before the second AD yells at you for being at the wrong one. Um, <laughs> that this is this. that's not the background table. <laughs> You're over <laughs> with the bags of Doritos. But Jim Carrey comes up and he goes, "It's okay. It's okay." Hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Jen. All right. Oh, cool. J names. What are you doing on the show? You're the weirdo, the third weirdo standing on the side. (laughs) Cool, J names. I'm like, introduce me, introduce me, introduce me, introduce me, introduce me. (laughs) Walking. What are you, what you're walking? Oh, that's good. That made me laugh a little bit. As a, I'm sure that makes you feel good inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what he would say. I'm sure that makes you feel good inside. Someone, uh, the caliber of comedian that I am laughing at someone as lowly as yourself. That's, now, probably you, gives you old tingles in the vagina. Why don't you turn around? Let me get a look at that hinder. Yeah. You know, as Jim Carrey, I like a good hinder. Uh, I hate that you have to walk away, but I'm going to wa- love watching your hinder leave. I'm still Jim Carrey. I, I don't I, really I, talk I, to famous I'm people. I'm still Jim. I'm still Jim oh, Carrey. Well, that's, Brian's that's still in character, everybody. I'm still Jim Carrey. Um, Method oh. weirdo. Method podcaster. Um, <laughs> you don't. So you don't normally Method talk podcaster. on set. That's that's okay. That's is that's, that a toupee on your head? That's oh okay. I see where we're going with this. You're <laughs> then, not gonna... you, then Jen just be like, hey, do fire Marshall Bill. Do fire Marshall Bill. Do fire Marshall Bill. <laughs> no, I just say I it's love It's okay. You. Well, I just want to let you know you're not supposed to be at this actual um, craft service <laughs> I just table. Want to tell you that you're fired. Get your shit and get out. You're done here. These are my potato chips. I would be so excited. I'm gonna replace you with a C stand. I think we. I think we have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have a mop. I'm gonna have to. Uh, uh, we're gonna have to do a little. Brian does role play every every week. I think <laughs> every segment. episode. 
Brian Jen, Robles. What, what situation, Jen? Okay, but always pretend. in the same voice and with my and special hair. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, now I'm going to be Christian Slater. I, but get, when I get off the show, I'm going to call my wife to make myself feel better because I'm going to, I'm going to cry to her. That you have you said, great hair. No, I'm going to tell her what you said to me so it's that so she makes good, me feel it looks good. Fake. I'm going to tell her that John thinks I'm sick and that you think that I have I a don't toupee. Think you're sick. Well, your body's readjusting to the non-carbs. It's only been four days. Have you been making up for it by eating more cheese? Mm, she gave me some cheese, but he, cheese can get you all stopped up. That's when you have to smoke well, a marijuana stick me, to loosen up. I, he looked at me. I looked at you. You started it. I didn't. <laughs> Are you drinking coffee? Yeah. You got to yeah. drink that coffee. That's how you get it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's no, on a steady diet of coffee, cocaine, and cigarettes. He I did to, one of those. Likes to j- uh, jack j- attack. Down, likes to j- down and coke up, dude. <laughs> I did one of those turd blaster um, turd diet blaster. things, you know, where you like you, you take the pills the and you and you're going to shit, shit yeah. everywhere. Oh, that stuff stinks. Well, I don't know about that. I'm just saying it's like no, I've she done means the... you specifically your poops. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, no, I just... if you if you take my friend, I've never taken them. A friend in uh, in high school took them, and I was like the shirt, Whoa. the shirt blaster pills. Yeah, yeah. It's just... it was disgusting. Shut your chalk. I've done them all. But maybe they've improved in the last twenty years. No, I think the whole thing. No, is just they've like... gotten worse. <laughs> I think the whole. Th- I'm now I look back and it's kind of crazy to to you know spend ten days trying to shit your brains out because they tell you that you've got seventeen pounds of stuff from forty five years ago still in your. Ew, isn't that weird when they say that that's so gross but i don't know if that's true or not i never actually investigated it i just like really oh okay the guy in a lab coat said take this hey i can't swallow a pill that big well good news it's a suppository i mean i don't know what you're expecting (laughs) to come out it's not like your body's like a shark there's not going to be like fucking license i just shit out a license plate from louisiana a bowling ball (laughs) what is this all the things you've eaten over the past i've never eaten these things i don't think that is true though which part that it stays in there yeah I, because I, if you eat corn, it's only a day before you see it again. Yeah, but isn't the corn just jumping, bouncing over all the oh, stuff? Oh, it's that skipping. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the happiest of kernels. <laughs> Skips through your intestines. That would be their argument. That was like a Scottish David Tell. I feel like I feel like we've become a show like Doctor Oz all of a sudden. Where yeah, we're except just we don't know anything. Discussing medicine. <laughs> Wait, listen, I think for everybody that listens to this show that's not from Los Angeles, they need to know what kind of conversations take place when you're not succeeding in Los Angeles. Yeah, we talk to our kids <laughs> about marijuana this. sticks. <laughs> when you're not succeeding. <laughs> Guys, I'm really close to getting my, this seven, week my on, seventh manager that will last a year. Yeah. This week on, we should just call this the show, this week on things I didn't do oh in God. Hollywood. I actually had a list of things I wanted to do that I made on New Year's 2016, oh. and I recently looked at it. And uh, none of those things got done. Not Guys, one? we should do a goal sh- workshop. They were lofty. After but... the podcast. Do you hang up a like what? things like the thing where people like put goal up like a... workshop. I don't want to do so that. So do you hang up like a picture of like vision a board? house, a vision board, and you put up a house, and I want... No, but I do I want... write things down. Because I, I think McIntyre. it helps. Okay. Because if I make a list, and then I keep looking, and I get really excited when I get to check things up. What have you checked up? But so I mean, background work? right now, I'm just very minimal, like vacuum my room. But I get very excited when I accomplish it. Yeah. But it's hey, going to grow. Having to a list goals. and checking stuff off is a great way. It's a great thing to do. That's so you don't have a vision board with a vacuum on it? No. <laughs> I, I, vision, I envision vacuuming my room today. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did Take have it easy, it. Nike. Well, you're just saying small goals. Small goals. Yes. I mean, like, I, you know, pictures. How was the documentary by, by Suli McCullough? It was good. And who is Suli McCullough? Uh, uh, he's a comic. Yeah, he was in uh, Don't Be a Menace to Society, whatever. That's in South like Central, drinking your But now he's a writer. I think he writes for 
Arson, he does. He writes okay. for I think, a lot of. I bigger. think like I, wherever Hugh Moore is writing, I feel like Suli's writing. Yeah, okay. Hugh Moore. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, what was the documentary about? It was all just interviews us. of comedians, mostly okay. famous: Jerry okay. Seinfeld, uh, Sarah Silverman. Sam Tripoli took up a lot of it. Yeah, that's Just good. Took up a lot of it. That's not a good statement. No, I mean, had a lot. Had yeah. a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a real articulate speaker, that's okay? Fine. I'm, that's like, fine. I'm like at a fifth grade level. Good all right. Let me get you a red hat. So you can start <laughs> running for something. All right, continue. So it was mostly all interviews. Um, the beginning and the end, I thought, were really good, like as far as it was more positive. But what was it about? The only thing that. Stand up comedy. comedy. Well, no, but I mean, was there a theme? Or was it literally just stand up? And whatever happens, happens. All stand up. But I'm going to say, majority of the documentary talked about bombing, comics talking about bombing okay. and getting heckled and how shitty it is to be on the road. And that didn't wear thin after a while, or were all of them good stories? Well, that was my only thing. I felt like, I'm, I mean, I, I liked the documentary, but I felt like a majority of it was all that comedy is so hard. It is. I think it's hard to make a living and make money, but they were making it sound like half your time on stage is spent bombing. Oh, okay. And when they talk, I don't know. I I love the road. I know a lot of comics don't like it, but a lot of them talked about the road is so shitty. You got to eat at TJ Fridays, and it was like, well, I like I don't mind eating at TJ. Denny's <laughs> <laughs> is pretty good. I like Denny's. So. You're looking at your goals board, and it's not going with what they're saying. Well, I mean, my goals are to eat at more TJ Fridays. <laughs> but I did like I did like it. There's I think been a it, lot but, of documentaries about stand up in that vein. Is it better than like? How's it different than most of those? Yeah, others? wasn't there one that just came out like two years ago or something like that? Another one? I don't watch them. So. I liked, uh, you Both. know, like Jerry Seinfeld's always good. He'll talk about, you know, how hard it is to craft a joke, or he'll talk more. I don't know. I feel like they put a lot of bombing stories in there, but I guess okay. they're trying to just make the general public realize because they did talk about like as an audience member when we walk out because we're so good, we make it look easy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, when you say we, you mean you and everyone else in that movie? You're not I meant including... us in this room. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> no, but they were talking about how comics can make it look easy, and the audience members think that, you know, you just thought of it that day. You're just talking about your day. Right, right, right. So they're also talking about how hard it is to get to that point where you can make it look easier. And they talked a lot about how it's one of the only professions where people do yell out and, you know, throw yeah. glasses at you. And you can make a whole career on YouTube only putting up videos of yourselves owning hecklers which makes me wonder why you're getting heckled so much that's like a whole thing online that i don't understand well it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy at some point if like you if you post videos about being heckled then Challenge people are going to go to your shows to heckle you <laughs> yeah there's some to truth get in to that too i didn't think about that so it's just oh, going like to self it's going to self-perpetuate yeah so now you're just going to do shows where you know you're going to get heckled all the time in hopes that you know or you try and get you try and you know poke at the audience just so you can get another like video. i don't mind hecklers but like i like to go up there and I do. I, I mind heckling. I mind them. <laughs> what do you mean you don't mind them? I mind them. I don't mind dealing with a heckler. I I rather go up there and just do my set. But if a heckler if it's there, I'll deal with it. It's like you're I don't, not talking about there as well. Define hecklers because I've done shows with you where you just laugh at something that somebody says. They're not necessarily heckling. Oh no, yeah. And you'll play off of that, and you'll have a, a you'll actually. I know what you're talking about. In your show, you'll actually have a like a short conversation with them and and and, and weave you find it back, a way into, back your, into your, into your if it's, act. If it's a belligerent, that, to me, that's not heckling. If it's a belligerent drunk, then that's a different story because yeah. you can't deal with that person. Well, you know what? Would you, you agree with me that that's yeah? I guess any disruption is heckling. I Even guess people but, that agree with you is that's technically heckling. When they agree with you out loud, they're like, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, After it's, every joke, you're like, shut up. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's disruptive. Yeah. It's, it's, so and, I guess... And, and but, when they do it right ju- on your punchline, that fucks it up. Yeah, yeah but it's not, even, it's not even a like disruptive... It is disruptive to me 
as the person on stage if I can hear it, but also everyone around them. Like, no one around them wants to hear someone respond to every comment from something they're listening to. It's like, but that's on the club too to have good enough security. Yes, because the it clubs is. that are really it good is. and knock them out right away, like we shouldn't have to shut them up. No, I agree. It should be dealt with immediately. Unless Some the clubs perf- are really unless good at the that. performer goes, hang on a second. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, if the performer doesn't stop you from coming over, you should just go over, and it should be on the performer to go. No, no, no. I want to talk to this guy. Otherwise, it's assumed get him out. I think. Personally, yeah. yeah, that's how it should go. And some clubs are really good, and some clubs don't. I mean, I've done one nighters where I walked in, and the guy's like, "Well, we encourage heckling," and I'm like, "Oh, no. what? Why? <laughs> no Why way. do you do that?" <laughs> First thing he said to me was, "I encourage heckling," and he looked at my head. And he goes, "And I'm a White Sox fan." I was like, "Oh, great." Well, <laughs> what does it matter with people? So, well, this was this was in so north. This was in Malta, Montana. Okay, that doesn't even exist. But continue. It's literally it's not real. This close to the Canadian border. Okay. You can see Russia from your house. Um, it was. It was. I was with Marty Laquadera. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, Marty. And uh, it was insane, dude. The guy showed us around when we got there, like we knew him and we cared. He was like, "Here, let me show you the addition we just put onto this place." I'm like, "What? Who cares? give a fuck?" Remember where you back. are yeah. and and the life that they live. And I'll never forget you... Marty coming out of the bathroom. Marty went to go to the bathroom, and that guy went in after him. This big, there's this big, huge guy in overalls, and he looked just dirty as shit. And Marty comes out, and he was like, "Didn't he looked like he didn't feel well?" And I'm like, "What's wrong?" He goes, "Dude, that guy like pulled his dick out to go pee, and I could smell it." Like, oh. I could, he was like, he was so oh. he goes, it was so bad. And I was like, oh, let's get out of here. Just the description made you want to yeah. throw up in your mouth? And that was before the show. And we, we had just eaten cheeseburgers. And then we went back that to That he probably didn't wash his hands and made for you. No, somebody else I made them. I never smelled uh, a bad dick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jen Murphy only gets the classiest men's penis. And that's your other new CD title. I've, I've never, never smelled, smelled a bad dick. A bad dick. Oh, my God. Never met a dick. I never met a dick I didn't like the smell of. But the way she said it, it was like, huh. Never. So wait, people don't wash their dicks? Like the whole time you're telling the story, she's like going... Well, I don't know if her Rolodex is that big, psycho. (laughs) Jesus, maybe like... Okay, Okay, there's six. That's a lot of... I don't know if it's like... Like fifty-two card pickup <laughs> over there. It would be like a hundred. Let me go through the A's. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know A's I'm halfway through the alphabet of pay. Uh, yeah, right. Well, you I look didn't mean like, it that <laughs> way. What I was ma- what meaning was you look like you have a toupee. You look it like was, you smell a lot of dicks. It was one of my right. bad radio theater sound. It was it was a lot of people <laughs> running <laughs> out of the theater. It's a stampede of humans. It was a very stampede. good effect, though. It was like one of those flip it books. Remember flip it yeah. books before yeah. there was the internet? They still exist. Before there was cartoons on TV. We're almost no, I just that, didn't know that you could like pull down your pants and the smell could be that overwhelming. Oh yeah, I mean if you don't, if I you, mean I know for girls it can. I didn't know men had. Uh, if you don't dick. wash your dick, I mean if you don't wash yourself, if you don't, if you. But then wouldn't your whole body have an odor? Or yes, you're just I mean, ignoring he, that he, area. He had bo, but it gets real bad down there. It's wedging down there. That's yeah. a that's a wedge scenario. Like if your underwear's too tight. Uh, and it can't breathe. Well, we don't. Can we, I don't. Can you speak for this guy? Uh, his I mean, undies, I, his tidy whities. He was probably. I wearing? didn't get a good look. John's like, I, this, I shouldn't have told this story. I you didn't. Know. You didn't say like where and of run course. back yeah, in Marty, there. Yeah, Marty, where's the smell coming from? Point it at. Point it out. <laughs> Let me get in there. Just so we have a good point of reference when we talk about it later. Yeah, and that's all I got. That's all I did is I got up there and I. As soon as the show started, there was two guys that were in all camo sitting at the end of the bar. And I go, where are you two bozos from? And they were like, Minnesota. And I was like, great. I'm going to make fun of you all night, okay? Were they they the only two in the audience? Yes, it was just them. 
No, and the, actually the place was packed. Okay. And uh, they were like, okay, great. And I was like, good. And then I just made jackalope jokes and like northern Minnesota jokes at these guys. And then I just got off stage and like left. Okay, good. That, that yes. seems like it was worth the trip. Oh, my God. Oh, but the way the run was set up, Malta was... And running. Malta, you mean running. Malta was uh, 12 to 14 hours out of the way. Uh, we had to go up there to get the money for the other shows. Oh Otherwise, he knows that we would get, if we had our money, I would be like, no, we're not going up to Malta. Wait a minute, I you would, had to drive 12 hours to uh, do that gig? Uh, oh, no, dude, it's 24 hours from here. No, no, no. We were already, where we were was, what was 12 hours from where we were. The first gig. Like, yeah, the, we, had, we did a bunch of runs along this route, and then one of them was straight up into Malta. Let me ask him because I've never, I, I refuse because w- when, I, when I used to manage bands, I had done like that whole America tour of just bands and stuff like that. And so when I did stand up, I kind of was like, I can't, I can't do this again because even with music, you know, you're performing in front of almost nobody. A lot of these places, they just don't get it. Some of them are excited to have you. Some of them aren't. And I just thought to myself, I could never do that, that run. But like, is it... I, what are the people like? Do they care? I mean, when you're talking about these way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere places, do they really understand the concept of, of stand-up and get it, or they just don't give a shit? They're just tickle pink to have anything, or are they half-assed? I don't, I don't, I'm just curious. It depends, man. I've had great, I've had great audiences, you know what I mean? I've had audiences where you go up, you can do your material, plus you can talk to them, you can yeah. make fun of certain people. Like, I did an hour and 15 in this place in Idaho, and was just drinking beers on stage. Basically, it was basically like just roasting people and having fun. And so you weren't doing your material though. I, I guess did, that's my. I would go in and out of material, but then there was like one guy that everyone was like cool making fun of, and he was loving it. He was dying. He was buying rounds for other people, and like four dudes walk through, and mm-hmm. I go, I can smell the weed in this guy's pocket. The f- place went crazy. It's a small town. They all buy their weed from this guy. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know ah, what I mean? Like when you can get funny. to the bottom of stuff like that. And, and, and everyone, but then like Eddie Latest, we do shows at places that look like they need a laugh. Like this place needs a laugh. This is a depressed area. It's a depressed group of people we're looking at. No, we were at that one place when we did the triple run. Uh, good times. Good times. Yeah. It was literally like a dance club. They had like the cages hanging from the. It was like a sports bar. Did you guys perform in the cages? Club. We should have. Well, no, but I guess they had dancers there on off night, uh, other on their dance nights. But we were doing comedy in front of 20 people that did not want to see comedy. And then I was going up last, and I was supposed to do 30. Who's headlining? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I was, I was supposed to do like 30. Eddie being modest. I was supposed to do like 40 minutes at 30 or 45, 35 or 40 minutes, and I, I got to like 35, or I got to like around third, 25, 30, and they were just, no one gave a fuck. Literally, he was talking to me from the stage. Like, and I they was were like, just like, I did my closer, and I was like, all right, everybody. And then I saw the manager walk out of the back, and she's like this, and she points <gasps> to her watch, and I'm like, it's the only time I've seen someone be Meaning told a lot to do more. Yeah, there's the only time I've seen someone be told to do more time. My allotted time. But this goes back to my question, though. Like you're talking about, like some of the ones you're talking about, they went fine. You basically just gave up on your material and you worked the room. And so I guess the question is: Is it worth if your goal is to do your stuff, be yourself, and work on your material? Is it? Do sometimes you feel like this is just not worth it, like doing these types of runs because the, you're going to end up having to drop your shit. There's or the, not get a gauge on it. I think that still helps you a lot as a comedian when you have to improvise and talk to the audience. I'm not saying some improvisation is bad. I'm uh, saying when you have to literally just throw it all out the window. I think it's. Point. I think it's a great. I think it's. I think it can be great. I think the money is bad. That's the only issue I have is that you travel that far for v- very little money. You stay in really sometimes rundown places, and it's just like it gets it, it wears on you. But as far as like good and bad audiences, I think you can get a lot from both. You know, you can get a great audience. Yeah, and then you can have terrible audiences, and 
it's, it's just it is what it is, you know, and, and you can, and I agree, it helps you become a better comedian when you have to kind of leave what you had planned and kind of fly by the seat of your pants and do different shit and come back to it. And I don't know. Do you remember when we were in Orange County in that shitty bar? John, I've never seen anything like this. It was horrible. My set totally tanked. We, we, get, me and we Jen had hecklers. Get there. We, me and Jen get there. There was two people sitting with their backs to the stage facing a TV. Oh, good. The guy goes... The one I, guy I, was a dick. I go, what do you, why do you have comedy here? And the guy who was running the show goes, oh, the owner likes it. I go, is the owner here? He goes, no. I go, why do you have comedy here? <laughs> and then I go, what do we do? Because Jen, like, I was supposed to headline, and Jen was featuring... So I go, well, what do you want from us? Like, are we, does she do five and I do six? And we get the <laughs> fuck out of here or what? And he goes, no, you do your allotted, he goes, Jen, you do 30? I did like 20 and then John do four, but I'd never oh. seen anyone do this. So John, it was so bad. John literally just stood on the stage, kind of stared down at the floor and just did his whole act. Just like, da, 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 like not give a fuck. I just, I just said he it. He just, just did all his jokes without doing and just. It was no so real emotion, awesome. No Nothing. real. I just did 45 <laughs> minutes worth of material as two fucking guys barely looked at me and watched the TV in the corner and the bartender cleaned glasses and she laughed. Because the whole thing was so fucking weird. It was just. I go, but I've never much? seen anyone just run through their material just like, all right, I'm getting paid. That's it. Fuck and it. then, okay, so then you're done. And then what? He paid us and we left. Then we drive home. He didn't, did he say, like, oh, I sold merch. I set up a merch table. <laughs> Did you really? No. Dude, if you hated me on stage, you should buy the CD and hate it at home. Did they, what did the guy say to you afterwards? Nothing. He's like, great, thanks, good set. Like, it's so weird. You're like, Just what? goes through the fucking motions. I swear yeah. to God, he wanted an hour out of me. That's why I feel like it was even crazier. He's like, Eugen does a half an hour, you do an hour. I'm like, yeah, usually what they, are you talking about? Usually they cut your time when it's a shitty show. They're like, They're like do whatever you want. We're still going to pay you. You came down, but here's the deal. There's no one here, so if you're cool, I'm always cool. If someone says, do do as much time as you want, I go, okay, I'm going to do three minutes and get out of here. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm going to do... You, Go into their head and wonder, like, where's the win in this situation? Like, what, what, Can't what's, figure the it out. Greatest, what's the greatest thing that the could The owner must happen? pay the booker. The owner must pay the booker or they got a deal worked out. No, Otherwise, I'm saying for you guys to have to do that much time. Oh, no, there's no win. So what would what is the they point? Don't, they don't want to feel like they're paying you for not doing your job. Yeah. They want you to do your job. Your job is to do an hour. So then you get paid, and I'll go because they're like, I have to be here at this shitty bar doing my yeah, job. Yeah, but at that paid. point, I'd be like, you well, then let me fucking job. wash glasses with you. I I would get more out no, of like no, cleaning no. the bar. No, no, than... no, no. I'm not interested in doing their work. I'm just if you want to pay me to do that job, but you're not going to like do any promotion or get anyone there, and it's just limited effort on your part. I'm going to give limited effort in a performance. I'm not going to go up there and pretend I'm at a sold out theater show. I'm going to go up there and, like this is the energy the room is giving me. These two guys have their back to me. Fuck this room. Why didn't you and Jen just talk to each other? I did. We I'm basically sure. did. He basically did his act just to me because I yeah, sat in the front row. Right what was really was... disturbing was out of the fact Jen gave me a transcript and a list of notes. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, here is the problem I have with your act. And then she Monotone shook, delivery. And then she shook my hand. And then she shook my hand awkwardly and said, I'm practicing my robot shake. I sent a good tra- transcript to my mom too. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Your mom's always got good advice. <laughs> yeah. Good advice. <laughs> Jen's mom. <laughs> Any mom stories? No. Okay, good. Anybody else have anything before I wrap it up? I did my Eddie's homework. homework. Yeah, so this this week in Hollywood. What do you mean? Okay, first off, he does it at home. That's all he means. All right. We call it homework. He just seems like, hey guys, I got something I don't want to talk you about. You want to know but... what happened this yes. day in Hollywood this, history? Yes. No, I don't yes. want to know. I, do. I don't. 
I do. No, this is how you treat someone who's going to behave like it is a punishment for them. No. <laughs> just like my child. I did it. He didn't. This is how Eddie no. talks. He acts how like it's a you, punishment. You, you said, act you like You said, what else do you guys want to talk about before I wrap this up? I'm like, well, I did my We've homework. gone from Dr. Yeah. Oz to As Dr. Phil. if it was a punishment. Well, I did what I was told. Because when you I first gave out the assignment, you're like, I need you to do I didn't give homework. out assignments. Oh. I just said, no, guys, I did Guys, guys, I said. Brian's a professor. Eddie, you're a bad student. All right, I'm going to do my homework. Yes. Here it is. Jen, is my hair on straight? Jen is my hair I got, coming I got, off. I got, I got upset. I will tell you, I got love upset. those socks. Thank you. And the good good shoes too, man. You got some new new Nikes on, bro. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. New Nike. Back to Eddie. Okay, in 1914. Okay, this is a long time ago, guys. 1914, The Squaw Man was released, which was the first feature film feature length film shot in Hollywood, directed by Cecil B. DeMille. Really? Oh. Was Squaw released. Man was the fir- in 1914 the, the first, first feature length film, film shot in Hollywood. They had cameras. So they were shooting other... <laughs> yes! They had the, no. The silent film era. The silent film era started in the early 1900s. No, yeah. back then, Jen, movies were guys on stage telling the story of what it would look like. That's vaudeville. If you were seeing it. Back they, start, they started with Nickelodeon. No, it was just description guys. Cameras with Hi. a fire... The play-by-play. Like, play. Exterior. Explode the light behind but it. Back then, they what? probably... A lot of the films were single reel or double reel, like 15, 20 minutes. This was the first feature-length film released. In Hollywood. That was shot in that Hollywood. That was shot in Hollywood. That was really so I was over at a friend's house once, and they had this really weird light at their house. And I couldn't figure out what it was. I, I, I could tell it, was, it obviously had something to do with the film industry. And what it was was these massive light bulbs in a circle. and it, But there was a hole through it. And I asked him, like, well, what kind of light was that? And he said that those are, it was a called a close-up light. So you act, back then, because, you know, film, you led to blow so much fucking light on people back then oh, right that the camera, the no, the, yeah, at first I was like, what, do they stick their head through? He's like, no, no. Okay, first off, idiot. <laughs> he goes, the camera goes really through hot. the hole. And so the, the ring of lights just blasts in their face for that close-up. Huh. Just me- which explains why they're always so like white and you surprised. Look at old- <laughs> and the makeup, and surprised. The makeup was so thick and white. Oh yeah, we should start doing that again. I'm gonna start wearing like really, really, really thick white. Makeup. I have a. There's a I gotta new- look good on camera. You should start like, dyeing oh. your hair black. Jet black, right? Just like a really bad dye job. But leave the beard red. <laughs> but no, I was thinking about doing the beard and the hair, just jet yeah. black. But the eyebrows red? But leave the eyebrows red. I, I, I leave have, the mustache red. <laughs> I have a no, woman in my... just the eyebrows. There's a woman in my neighborhood that uh, is African-American, yeah. and she puts on white um, makeup and, really? and wanders it, around all sure it's not sunblock? <laughs> no, because it's so perfectly... Um, sunblock. Like, it, she does up her whole face. And I, I, it's just it's just interesting to me. Like every crevice, like it looks like even up in the hairline. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, with you know, does the white and then does the face, then puts lipstick does on, she like basically. So you build, can't see yes. her black hands. Yes, wow. she does, and she always, no matter what the weather is, always wears a long trench coat. That's so it may it, it may have something to do with sunblock, it's but it's just neighborhood. It, it just, I was going to say, there's a lot of weird people in your na- for the stories over the years. Who are the people in your neighborhood? So my wife had a white face. They d- in your neighborhood. I was forced to go to a uh, like a USC mm. um, alumni mentor, like kids that are in school. Like they have a dinner and be like, "Oh, what do you want to do when you get out of college?" And like you know, we'll you know, it's all. But it was all lawyers were the mentors and me. Brian was going to talk even, them out of being comedians. I, no, I, so I didn't say anything the whole night, and, and and eventually we were sitting around, and like one of the students was like, what do you do? 
And I was like, yeah, no. I think I told Ed this. Yeah, I was and I, like, you gave the wrong answer. I go, ah, it's just like stuff. I went to stuff. school in Milwaukee. And like, I, my wife was like, he's he made a movie. There's some, It's in some film festivals. He also does stand-up. Good for your wife for yeah. having a... And, and, Susie and told I, me this story. I'm like, you tell me you just have a film that's made. Yeah. You're looking for distribution. But I, I was like, well, these kids, none of them were in film school. So I figured like, what was also like, it was kind of pointless to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but you're immediately the most interesting person in that room. As soon yeah. as you say, oh, you're, well, a lawyer, no, no, you're a lawyer, no. you're a lawyer. Oh, you made a movie? No, you know, when I became the most interesting person in the room when you took your hairpiece off yes yes <laughs> boom and I said focus on my new shoes can you focus on my new shoes when my hair falls off can you I don't think you can I no, took o- I took over the whole event when we started talking about neighborhoods and I said just I hope you never find a dead body and that was it I had everyone's attention in there and and, that, and my wife was like great I gotta go hear this story again tell, no she's like go ahead tell the story and I had and that was it I mean the whole room shifted over to me and I told the whole because at the end he couldn't say and I walked out of there and there was a fireman who goes you walk down there that's the worst smell I've ever <laughs> smelled new guy was literally in the corner puking his guts out and Brian's like yeah I went down there <laughs> It's like, yeah, I, I got two kids. I found your dead body. <laughs> Somehow or another, I'm Batman from Lego Batman. I'm Brian, the neighborhood vigilante. People, I didn't realize how excited people get about dead body stories. Like, it's a weird, morbid fascination. Apparently, you've never seen Stand By Me. However, the woman <laughs> oh, across from me, the woman across from me goes, I, I, I hear you, buddy. I found five of them. Hey, and I was oh, like, what do you do? She's five. like, in your basement. You're like, wait, what happened? Five. So you're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, five. When she says like, found, does she mean cause the death of? We're four of them at once. Like, you know, how does one, like, have five experiences? They Jonestown all happen to be massacre. your ex Did you work for a coroner? And she's like, no, I'm software. I just happen to be, I, I have just I'm really bad luck. I have I'm bad luck. That's bad luck. I've never seen. No, I think the five people had bad luck. (laughs) She found one in her grandma's house, one in a stairwell after working out at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. But at one point, after like three or four, you just like shrug, like I'm the dead body finder, (laughs) finding all the dead bodies. Two were car accidents that happened in front of her, so those were like find that. Yeah, those were. Well, I shouldn't say find, but like seen. seen. Yeah, I don't remember what the last one was because I think I was dead body fatigued at that point. The Mothman. She might be the Mothman. She's the Mothman prophecy. Yeah, oh, that's that's right. Is that Hi. what they do? Is that Bob, what the Mothman prophecy is about? Yeah, whenever the Mothman shows up, something bad's going to happen. Hi, Bob oh, Mothman okay. here. How are you? All right. She might be the Mothman. Regular old Mothman. All right, so, well. by the way, you hated that story you told. So why do you even bother telling that story? What like story? You, The story that you told about Hollywood history, you seem so disinterested. No, I thought it was interesting. Oh, now this is going to bother Brian all look, day. And then went off into the tangent about the close-up, and then the white-faced lady that walks around your neighborhood, and then we got into the story about the dead body. I think Eddie, all, next time be more it excited. It totally splintered off into a good story. And I think we all know it's going to bother Brian for the rest of the day, and it's definitely not Eddie's story, Jen. It's going to... So anyway. it's, oh. <laughs> it's the Hinder comment. That's what's gonna bother, hinder that's comment, gonna bother yes. me for the rest of my life. Ah, for dude, the rest I'm of gonna day. go get me some fucking. You guys, some you guys call butt hinders, right? Right? Who's with me? <laughs> oh my me? god, parents of your kids. What? Why is this man talking about hinders? One time a guy said to me, "Hey, nice shitter." Okay, well that's wow. And and hold on, disgusting. But again, I knew immediately what you're talking about when you say shit hinder. I don't know. Hinder is that like a back wheel on some sort of a vehicle? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about when I say hinder. How long did you date that guy for? Not at all. How does Dick's? How does? Oh my god! <laughs> nice like shitter. I cherry got a, blossom tray. I got a smelly dick. You got a nice shitter. <laughs> wow, you're real. Cl- are those overalls? That's Ooh, a good sir, one, this is good stuff. That was a good. Oh, one. burlap. Well, my on parents don't decide that this is one they're going to tune into. But just out of curiosity, <laughs> what do penises smell like? Well, nothing? hopefully nothing. If oh, they're okay, that's, what, that's what I'm curious. I don't know. Mine smells like trees. <laughs> what Tree, trees? Pine, pine salt? No, not pine salt. But oak. like oak. Oak. So you're part oak. 
part of maple, uh, maple just down there. Maple yeah, America. Anyway, uh, yeah, your parents don't listen. Huh? My mom was like, well, Brian's mom, because I go, we have five listeners or something. And my mom's like, well, I listen. I go, yeah. And she goes, and Brian's mom. I go, I don't think Brian's mom listens. My mom, my dad made my mom listen to maybe one or two, but I think she checks out. She just walks away. And then I think my dad listens, but I think if it's completely inappropriate, I think he just doesn't tell me that he listened to that one. Yeah, he's, Does that make sense? Like yeah, he's just like, what's something we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some respects. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, well, if they mention anything about your hair, then you'll know they listened. He'll bring that up. I, my parents are staunch. If you've ever read my Facebook pages, my parents ever think that they don't understand my sarcasm. They think that I'm being attacked. They will chime in very quickly. It's pretty hilarious. That's so funny. You and it's Brian always alone. the same. That's his real That's hair. <laughs> That's Brian's real hair. That would he be something and like put that. on himself. No, and it's usually my mom, and it will always be something like whatever it is. It'll always be like, "That's not." It always starts with, "That's not true." We've always loved you. Dot dot dot. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Like, always got to get those like those really uplifting like mom comments up front. Brian, you have thing. a beautiful smile. Jennifer, you leave him alone. <laughs> You've been mean to my son. And I can't see those shoes he has on, but I bet you they are nice ones. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's why my mom's not on Facebook, just to avoid shit like that. Okay. Well, that was a good show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, I want to see how long the silence would go for. I will do my homework again. No, you oh, you will. will. Oh, you I'm going to keep I want to stay in history. I like this day in history. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, be nice to each other. Yeah, um, if you're in San Jose, you. come see my movie Fixed. It's playing all weekend. In San Jose? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, I was festival. supposed to be there this weekend. Where? Where theater? Oh, I don't know. dang. Look up the what, fe- <laughs> what festival is this? What this is a great promotion. The last Please. five seconds of the show. It doesn't matter. You just The San Jose Film Festival. Well, listen, I think anybody that listens to us is on, they should know anyway, because it's on our, our Hollywood Anonymous Facebook page anyway, so all, right. all, all the then. information is there. And then San Luis Bispo in two weeks. John, will, John will be in Phoenix, be but in don't Phoenix tell him where. With Harlan Williams at Stand Up no, Live. No, they make them go to your website. Oh, go to my website, johnhuck.me. <laughs> Uh, Eddie, is it really? Yeah, John Huck got me. Yep. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you made that up, Jen. Yeah, I made up a fake website. <laughs> Tell people, guys, if you're in the here. North Hollywood yeah. area, I'll be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club uh-huh. on Saturday, which is also featured in the movie Punching Henry. Thirty. Five thirty. Five thirty. Jen's doing an open mic on Saturday, guys. Come on. Are you out. doing bar prep or something? I don't know why. I, <laughs> I got to get the tables ready. <laughs> Cleaning glasses. Why do you show up so early? Eight. Yeah, it's got to paint the room. Eight thirty. <laughs> I don't know why I said five. That's Eight thirty. Hilarious. All right, wrap it up. I got to go pee. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Great show. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 